The information expressed in the following podcast is intended for educational purposes only and was created by and belongs solely to Believe Limited and the Flow podcast and does not necessarily reflect the views of our sponsors. Please speak to your healthcare provider before making any medical decisions. Hi, I'm Jessica and welcome to Flow. I'm here with Sarah Watson, sex therapist, and we're going to talk about Hello Period, menstrual care for the new world. But first, we all want to know, how's your flow? Welcome once again to Flow. We start off Flow with a quick check-in to normalize the reality of menstruation. So let me introduce Robin McLean. Hi. I did it right. Yes. <laughs> Robin, she's with us from New Zealand. We coordinated through time zones around the globe to have Robin with us today. Robin, thank you for being with us. Can yes. we right off the bat ask, how is your flow? Oh, my flow is always a challenge. So I'm going to say that it is it is bearable, but... You know, I, I love that you guys uh, ask that question straight off because that's what we're all about, talking about periods and being more open about them. So mm-hmm. thank you for asking. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Hello. We <laughs> love to. That's what we're here for to talk about, especially when they're extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sarah, how's your flow? I am in the follicular phase, I believe. I have an IUD, as we all know, and I think that's what's happening. Feeling a little crampy today, which is a bummer. It's been a long week, and I'm real tired, so thinking things are happening. So we'll see. Things are happening. Yeah. How about you, Jay Rich? I just wrapped up bleeding, and I got to say, it was like a real solid bleed. (sighs) Meaning like there was some extremeness to it. There's a lot. But also afterwards, I felt like I was completely out of me, which is an interesting place to be. Yes. It really is. Yes. And I had a great time managing my menstruation this round and for the last several rounds with the orange menstrual cup from Hello Period. I have been a fan and user. I know there's so many more products now, menstrual underwear, reusable pads. We want to get into all of it, but Mm -hmm. before we do, we have to play this quick ad break. So we'll be right back. This ad is brought to you by Von Vendi, Von Willebrand Factor Recombinant. My name is Nicole, and my deciding factor is making my voice heard. To hear the backstory, drop by Von Vendi. That's V-O-N-V-E-N-D-I dot com slash patient dash stories. Robin, we're back. Hello. Hello. Hello, period. Here we go. Yeah. Can you just give us the quick rundown of the amazing products? Hello Period has. Sure. So we, um, when we first launched, we just launched with a menstrual cup, the Hello Cup, which is what we were actually called back then. And then we decided that really to fulfill our goal of being able to help anyone with a period, we needed a range of products because not everyone wants to wear internal products. And also, not everyone is the same. So now, rather than just a single cup, we have our regular cups in three sizes, but we've also got cups for people with high cervix, low cervix. We have a menstrual disc, which we launched at the start of 2022, which is now our best seller and can be worn with an IUD. Sarah. That's what I was wondering about. I was ready yeah. to ask you about it. <laughs> and period underwear and washable pads. We've covered all bases. Fantastic. It's so amazing to hear about the anatomy being taken into consideration in our Well, it's really interesting. You know, one of the interesting things that when we launched, 
we realised that how little even people who had periods knew about their own bodies. Yeah. We were <laughs> yes. really surprised. Mm-hmm. It's like, actually, let's get to know our, our bodies, ourselves, and not be afraid about, you know, one of the things that has happened with people using um, products like tampons with applicators is that they've almost become scared of touching themselves. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure and in sex education or the lack thereof, at least in this country, we talk mm-hmm. about it often, the shame yeah. or fear around one's own body, yeah. one's own reproductive organs. It's, mm-hmm. it's really, um, I, 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 I hope and I feel like it is changing, but, you know, it's crazy that we've, we've created so much stigma around things that should be so normal mm-hmm. and celebrated. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hello. That's why it's good that it's happening now. We are awake and alive in the time it's happening. What's in a name? Hello. Why hello? Is it part of the like, hello, hello? It is part of the hello, but it's also we want we were really determined to have something that was positive and welcoming. Because again, it goes back to the stigma and the negativity around people with periods and just like actually let's welcome our period. We're not saying it's periods are easy for everyone, but, you know, each month they happen for half the world's population. And let's just go, hi, welcome back. Again, going back to talking and being more conversational around period talk and our bodies. So, yeah, we felt that uh, there were some of the other brands that were on the market all related their names were similar to the sort of lunar cycle and mm-hmm. and maybe that was playing to a certain audience. We just wanted to welcome anyone with a period into our gang. Love that. Well, see, and, and your your design and your marketing is so welcoming. It's I just love it. It just seems happy. And yeah. I was like, this is just so I just I just love the website and love to seeing and I think I've seen your stuff on the shelf before. So it's amazing to be like, oh, hello, there it is. Hello. Like just seeing it. So um, yeah, no, that's, that's lovely. I mean, that's that's what our aim was. You know, I think yeah. periods, you can still have period care that makes you feel good or that you yes. love and you you cherish you. You know, if you're putting something inside your body, you want to know that it's well-designed and, and well-made, and, and there's no harm in it, it being quite cute as well. Right. No harm. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> and no harm in the care products taking into consideration the variety of shape, diameter, and uh-huh. type of anatomy that we're dealing with in the vaginal canal or dealing with the, what do you want to call it, the positioning of the cervix, the mm-hmm. height mm-hmm. of the uh-huh. cervix within uh-huh. the canal? How well, would we well, talk about no, it? Well, there's all these things that come into play that, again, we haven't really been told to look out for. So some people will have a low cervix. Some people will have a retro cervix. So not uh-huh. as in retro from the 70s, retro as in <laughs> tilted, tilted in a certain direction. Tilted, yeah. And, uh-huh. and again, until you, you feel relaxed and you get, you get to know your anatomy, you have no idea. We need to be comfortable going, okay, I'm going to insert my fingers into my vagina and work out where my cervix sits. And, and that then informs you about how your menstrual cup should sit or whether you need a, a menstrual cup that is for a high cervix because your vaginal canal is quite long and, mm-hmm. or your cervix is right there and therefore you, you want something that's going to be comfortable for that, which would be a low cervix cup. So again, it's just education. The more we talk about it and if you say to your friend, 
ah, just discovered I had a low cervix. They'll go, well, I don't know where mine is, so I'm going to find out. And here's how I, you yes. know, we can help with, here's how you do it. I love amazing. that. So, so just getting into the amazing cups and discs themselves, for example, with a low cervix, this is a podcast. Do you mind describing the shape of the kind of product that goes with a sure. low cervix versus well, a, a high a, one? A mm. traditional menstrual cup is almost like a shot glass, I guess, yeah. shape <laughs> yes. with a stem. Uh-huh. But if you have a low cervix, so your cervix is sitting, you know, your vaginal canal is quite short and you're cervix is right there when you insert a finger the stem on a regular menstrual cup will poke out and Uh will annoy you so a Uh low cervix cup is really just a beautiful rounded shape which will still collect your menstrual blood but it has no stem so there's nothing to poke out and irritate your body The, the base is really smooth and the aim of what we do is to create products that people want to use because they're more comfortable than traditional single-use products. Uh So the value of switching to sustainable period care comes in that it's better for you, better for your body, better for the environment, and better for Uh your wallet because you're going to save money over time because these products last for years. Yeah, a low cervix is is a squatter version, and then, of course, a high cervix cup is is like an elongated shot glass with a... Like a champagne glass? Yeah, like a champagne flute. That's <laughs> flute. right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> with, with a, um, and again, the, the, the stem on that will be longer, so you can reach it, and you know, it's all about getting them out. And the getting, when you mentioned poking out, that means the toggle uh-huh. or the bottom of the cup in a low cervix could actually be poking outside of the vulva, mm-hmm. like actually be mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this will that's be not much yeah. more manageable. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants stem coming out of their vulva. No, no. no. I don't think so. No, that's... I don't know. No. Don't check not the for your period, right? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe in other aspects. Yeah, yeah. Well, as speaking of which, isn't isn't some of the some of the products are also recommended can be worn for sex during period? Is that right? Yes. So that is one of the best reasons for switching to a disc if you already use cups you know they will sit in the vaginal canal so you know probably not room for two things in there at once but the disc will sit um so again to describe what it looks like it's a um i don't know maybe like well very much like a diaphragm of days gone by which used to be very popular and you don't see them as much now or maybe a shallow petri dish that you would use Uh in a science experiment so it's wider in diameter than a cup and shallower but it actually holds more because it because it's larger overall and it sits just below your cervix so at the top of your vaginal canal in an area called the vaginal fornix so if you're thinking of the vagina as a street and then you can think of the I don't know do you say cul-de-sac in the US like a dead end street where you you know, that's kind of the vaginal mm-hmm. fornix. It sort of opens up, mm-hmm. which is why the disc is able to be larger. But because it sits so high, you've got a free passage in, in your vaginal canal, which allows for you to have sex or use sex toys or whatever you want when you're on your period and have no mess. So, of course, there's nothing wrong with having sex when you have your period. That's right. But the benefit for some is that if you use a disc, you don't have as much laundry. <laughs> um, I, right. You know, for me, that's a real win. That's a win. Yeah. 
I love that. Well, and you're thinking, yeah, and I think it's just thinking about like I have clients that often talk about being aroused during and and having desire during their period, but being like, I don't want to deal with the mess, right? Like, or their partner doesn't want to, both of them, or they, one of them is like, no. So this solves that problem. And I don't have, I can stop recommending black towels. Yeah, that's right. You do, you do recommend that. Still laundry. You know, it's just because you can't yeah. see it. You still, have, it's still laundry. It's a really, really game changing aspect I love that. to what we do. And also, the other bonus is because it's sitting high, the way a disc stays in place as opposed to a menstrual cup is your disc is going to tuck behind your pubic bones. So it doesn't rely on suction, which is why you can wear a disc with an IUD. You know, with a cup, you can, mm-hmm. you know, we have plenty of customers who wear their Hello Cups with an IUD. But you you do have to be more mindful that it's held in place with suction. And when you're taking it out, you've got to make sure you really break that suction because no one wants to dislodge their IUD. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Yeah. Never had one. thank you. That no one wants that. No. (laughs) No, no, nope, 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 no thanks. That's amazing. I love that. I can't wait to talk to clients about that and my friends that are using yeah. It's amazing. I love yeah. it. I just keep picturing a shot glass, a champagne flute, and a petri dish. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my holiday chat, you know, at the holiday parties. Be like, y'all, <laughs> look what I know about now. It's going to be great. You know, that champagne flute is the same size as the <laughs> high cervix. Great. Hello. <laughs> It's going to be great. You know, it is amazing that you mentioned the it saves you money. It's better for the environment. You're doing good business. I like to call mm-hmm. it compassionate consumerism. It is about getting a new product that's going to help stop the flow of old products that are very detrimental to the environment uh-huh. and to our own bodies. Or in the end, you know, there's yeah. a better way. There is a better way. And you're doing business within the to support menstruators. Yeah. I was wondering if you could talk I mean, more about what inspires you in that. Well, I had terrible periods when I was growing up and, you know, we had no choice. You know, you had mm. pads or you had tampons and they were both single use and, and neither were ideal. But I remember the shame and the, you know, mm-hmm. the stigma of kind of having your period when you're at school and, and having to stuff the tampons up your sleeve so no one knew you had your period and and going off to the bathroom and unwrapping the wrappers really quietly and you know so I I guess the benefit of sustainable products is first of all they hold a lot more for people who are at school and getting their periods a menstrual cup or a disc will hold three to five times or even more than your average tampon or pad so mm-hmm. you're, you're winning in that respect, but also from an environmental perspective, I often say the first tampon ever used is still on our planet. They look like they are nice and, and, and cottony, but, you know, they, they have microplastics. And even if you're buying an organic tampon, they still take at least eight years to break down, whereas a, a regular tampon will take hundreds of years. And so... If you start doing the math in your head and think, well, okay, we've got half the world having a period and for 40 years of their life, we don't talk about the waste issue that single-use period products generate because people don't like talking about menstrual blood. Mm -hmm. And we want to talk about the fact that, you know, yes, sustainable products might look different, but they're generally amazing and more comfortable. So if Mm -hmm. if we can get people to make the leap and try something new, 
I mean, you know, most of our customers would say they would never, ever go back. In fact, all of them say that. And so I think for me, that was a real motivator in, in starting the business. I have a daughter and Mary, my co-founder and best friend, has three daughters and she's a nurse. Mm. And so, you know, we were thinking about them and thinking about what we wished we'd had growing up. Mm. And it's not about telling people what they should use it's about giving them the choice and you know period underwear our period underwear is absolutely amazing you know you can that holds the equivalent of five pads you can put it in the washing machine you can put it in the tumble dryer and use it time and time again and there's just no need for the status quo you know our listeners with extreme periods with bleeding Mm -hmm. conditions that require extra usage of menstrual products anyway this Mm -hmm. is a game changer revolutionary way to exist yeah that's right you've got more hours in your day you have something that is is totally more reliable i mean people will always always ask us can you wear a menstrual disc or a cup when you're asleep yeah you can do anything you can literally do anything Mm -hmm. um you can swim you can go to the gym, you can run a marathon, you can do whatever you would do with other single-use period products, but you'll find them more comfortable and they last longer. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if anyone's been swimming with a tampon in, like, it's disgusting. Oh, you know, you've got half the, half the pool or half the ocean going up there too and into your tampon. And it's, whereas, so you know, a cup or a disc will provide a barrier to the water, so nothing's going in any further. It's just, it's just physics. The physics of yeah. it makes so much sense. It's such yes. a yes. amazing yes. solution. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Great. And I'm also so- thinking of, yeah, I'm thinking of those clients and, and the women that we've talked to about who will have to use a super tampon plus a pad mm. and two just pads. you say, yeah, or two pads, right? And just knowing that how that's going to change their lives. Yeah. Well, right? that was me. You just know, that me. was me just oh. like. A super tampon would last an hour and oh. spending all the time going into the bathroom and now with our Hello Disc, that holds 50 mils. So that's eight okay. regular yep. tampons. It's a lot. Five super that's tampons. So it's really giving you freedom for those that's people who, who have real issues with flow being heavy. Robin, you sound like you might have a bleeding disorder with yeah. all uh, those crazy, yeah. Oh, I'm just saying. You know, what's been really interesting um, having this company is is how many of us have sort of su- almost suffered in silence and not talked to people and not known, not had the information to know what is normal and what's not normal. And again, mm-hmm. because actually, if you go online, you s- there's still all this antiquated information that says, you know, mm-hmm. the average period you lose two tablespoons or something over the whole course. Well, <laughs> a lot of people that you know, like I'd lose that in a day easily. Um, <laughs> and... But there was no, there's no way to measure your menstrual blood loss unless you were using a disc or a cup because it's absorbed into pads and right. tampons. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, you're, you're getting all this knowledge that you can then take and talk to your, you know, your specialist or whoever you see about right. your flow. I love that. I love it. And is is this what you're doing? So Robin, we also know how in the magic world of menstruators I ended up getting to get your email and have you on flow is because someone I know in New Zealand went to one of your events mm. 
Can you explain what you do to gather women and what's going on there to share some of the information and knowledge that you're gaining? Well, anytime we're asked to speak anywhere about this, we will say yes, because this is the reason, you know, this is, this is how I came, as you say, this is how I came to be here talking to you. It's just, we just want to get that conversation going. The more of us that are talking about it so yeah we speak we'll speak at schools we'll speak at any gathering we'll speak at businesses we will um, we will sell ourselves we will go anywhere anyone else at any time and I particularly love talking to groups with men in them because at first I felt like men wouldn't want to hear about periods but what's been really interesting is how many actually enjoy it from the sense that they gain a lot of knowledge and that you know, periods affect everyone, whether they have them or not. Um, uh-huh. Every every man or every person that doesn't have a period loves or lives with or knows someone with a period. Uh-huh. So it is, you know, there's there's zero degrees of separation when it comes to how it, or, how it if I may, in their day, they may interact with someone oh, who absolutely. has a period. Absolutely. <laughs> what did you say? Half the population. We've recently found out there's eight billion people on the globe, according to Instagram. So who knows? But I just mean four billion <laughs> menstruators. It's good for mm-hmm. us all to know what's going on with the flow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, right. and why? And why haven't we been talking about it forever? So yes. Old Agreed. Mm. Yeah, old white men. That's my favorite line, old white mm. men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and, and yeah. also, That's you know, I, I guess back to the product side of things is we would never have been able to exist as a, as a business if it weren't for social media and being able to communicate directly with people and our customers. So that is why up until now, the, the businesses that sell single-use products have dominated the market because, of course... Mm-hmm. They're driven by their desire to make profit, not to make the world a better place or make right. periods more comfortable by producing something that um, is reusable. That's not their driving purpose. They want those 4 billion people to be buying their product every four weeks. And uh, so mm-hmm. they keep making money. And, and the thought that, oh, we could make something that actually people can use by once and it lasts for years, that's just not in line with our desire to make squillions but we've never come from that place we've come from a place where you know like I said before we want we want people with periods to have choice speaking of choice Cho- I know <laughs> we've spent last the end of last season talking about what's going on with access to abortion and since we're talking about choice just wondering if you could express as someone involved in the menstrual care business um, menstruators access to care in New Zealand? Are you involved in what's available? Could you speak to our audience about the comparison, how things work there? In terms of um, period care or abortion? So abortion care, but accessing OBGYNs, accessing any kind of care, do you feel like the medical care there is informed of menstrual experience or is that lacking um, as well? In terms of menstrual experience, I think it is lacking. I think it's lacking globally, to be honest. I, mm-hmm. um, Agreed. you know, there's really not enough research that has been done into menstrual health, how it impacts people, how it impacts them on, in their work. So I think in New Zealand, we, we have a pretty good, robust health system, although Again, like so many um, around the world post-COVID, they are stretched um, and mm-hmm. understaffed, and I think that has an impact across all areas. But, you know, we watch from a distance with the, the complexities of 
the health system you have in the US. But interestingly, mm. we don't really, we do have OBGYNs here, obviously, but we don't, one of the, the things that I really admire about your healthcare system is how um, it's prioritised. People seem to have an OBGYN. I don't. You know, I go to, oh. we, would, we go to our GPs, our, our doctors for yeah. cervical smears. And, you know, it's not as specialised as how you guys seem to do it over there. And I love that you, you separate it out so it's more of a priority. I, I do, I know that there's, there's a lot of things that you probably hate about your health system, especially the... Um, <laughs> it's amazing to get a compliment on it. I don't know. I know, I'm turned funny. around and disoriented, I guess. That's right. better. What do yeah, we do with that? Well, yeah, you know, It really is that we don't prioritise it here in the same way. But our health system is, is great in the fact that you know, we do have access to abortion care and specialist care if we need it but you know there's never going to be a perfect system in the world right yeah yeah <laughs> it's a big but we will take progress we don't need perfection yes. we just need progress at this yeah. point but yep yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. systems mm-hmm. last year I'm was so a big one for you guys yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah this this year's this year's hitting hard too yeah yep sure is I'm sorry. It's just so curious. So your GP, do if if someone, do you feel like in New Zealand was suffering from fibroids, for example, or some kind of menstrual condition, their GP would be informed? Yeah, you'd go that? to them like first. I would... Normally, I mean, most people would go to oh. them first, and then and then you would then be referred to a specialist. But for the majority of people, you wouldn't just go to an OBGYN if you were having menstrual That's, problems. That oh, the GP is always the first port of call. Hmm. Interesting. It's very different. It is. Yeah. It is very different. Yeah. Thank you for that yeah, <laughs> knowledge about like, the huh. healthcare system <laughs> in New Zealand. I'm just, you know, yeah, do, do we move? Can we move? No, we're doing work to <laughs> believe in the progress of systems here. We are mm-hmm. recording this in December. In November. We're going to be releasing November. this in January. Oh, wow. It's January 2023 pause here for a second let's check our time we're at three minutes this has been so enriching I have a thought and a question and you don't have to go there Robin if you don't want to but I was curious about you said you have a daughter and your your co-founder your best friend has daughters too and I'd be curious you know how involved are your daughters in the business are they involved in the business do they know what's going on is it like what kind of generational involvement do you to have and I love that you're running a company with your best friend yeah how that's amazing I love that it is amazing it is amazing yes so our daughters are a range of age so my daughter is 20 and Mary has a 21 year old down and then a um, 16 year old and a seven year old so she's covering all the generations sort of like, you know, she's, she's got them in all stages. Yeah, I think when we first started the business, they were a bit bemused and thought, oh, well, you know, I'm never going to change what I use. And my daughter is now a huge user of our products. And she, when she started, she used the Hello Cup. And then when we launched the Hello Disc, she was like, no, I'm good. I'm fine with my Hello Cup. And I was like, no, you need to try it. And now she's all about the disc. So they, awesome. and, and it's, it's so great because what it means for us is, you know, they're, they're the proof that the next generation is obviously mm-hmm. the future. They are our focus in that they like to know what they're putting in their bodies. They like to know what they are made from. They like to know that mm-hmm. what businesses that they are buying from 
what they stand for. It's mm-hmm. very different. And the fact that they, they do their research, they buy my, much more mindfully than my generation. And sure. we absolutely love that as a company. And, you know, they, they're the ones that inspire us. We'll add, um, I believe the children are our future right here. I believe the children are our future. <laughs> I just was writing a blog and just on that topic and I was like, well, as Whitney Houston said, children are our future. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Mm. And they're wow. leading us well. It's already happening. Mm-hmm. It's oh, already mate, happening. totally right. And I, I really hope, I say it time and time again, I really hope that single-use period products do not exist in 30 years time that the only way you will be able to see what they look like is by going to a museum and um, looking at the history of period care or that that. yeah is there that first one is it like a jurassic park situation you said the very first tampon is still on the earth should we get jeff goldblum i don't know see what happens in man style (laughs) yeah well, that was a wild fact. I mean, I, I appreciate you sharing that, right? Like, that's insane well, to think about. Like, assume, how can we? Yeah, I mean, we all assume right. that they're just going right. to, you know, disintegrate nicely and just vanish. But, yeah, no. yeah, no, they don't. I went for a walk on the beach the other day. The first thing when I stepped onto the beach with my team from Hello, we were having a um, strategy session where we were like, let's go for a walk on the beach. The first thing that was on the beach was a pad, a sanitary pad. Mm. Uh, it's like, it's disgusting yeah no yeah, i there's trash never goes anywhere it just goes mm. it doesn't go away it just goes somewhere else right, right? i have a friend yeah. with a young young one who she repeats that too and that's the reality we're living with too and as menstruators we mm. need to care for yeah the blood we need to care for the yeah. blood mm. there yeah. are so many things that are needed how mm. do we make sure that those things aren't just going to stay it's a heady it's a heady space to also reduce shame for the blood yeah because we are Uh saying it's a problem like we have to put it somewhere yeah be curious what you think robin there is a ethos an idea that the earth needs blood it's part of the ecosystem Uh to receive menstrual blood so we've actually been doing a disservice to the earth by trying to contain the blood away from soil and that's part of our environmental collapse. Well, if the you earth know, got the blood it needed. It, it, it's interesting. A lot of menstrual cup users collect the blood and put it in their garden or on their plants. And so they do do that. They do practice the return of, of menstrual blood. Love it. Right. More practice yeah. the return of menstrual blood. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm. To that. Well, thank you for helping menstruators everywhere upgrade. We like to speak for all menstruators occasionally on flow. So thank you. Thank you for leading the way with great business. And we look forward to attending your speaks in the U.S. Oh, we can't wait. I love being over in the U.S. It's bloody brilliant, as we say. We say bloody brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, what was the other word we started with? What did we – we're cold here in – Oh, jumpers. Jumpers. The jumpers, yeah, because I'm wearing a jumper, my new jumper. (laughs) Which is, for those who don't know, a sweater. Sweater. What else do we got? Bloody brilliant means very good. <laughs> yeah, bloody brilliant means very good. But we also one interesting we had a ta- we have a tagline in New Zealand and Australia, which is fanny tastic, because in in New Zealand and Australia your fanny is your your vulva, but in the US yes. it's your bottom, right? Bum. Bum. Mm-hmm. Your bum. So the tagline just doesn't work. So we don't use it. Or in the we US. need to. 
we need to get with the times. Yeah, that's right. To... One way or the other. So I just wrote that down. Yeah. I'm going to incorporate that. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> Fanny. Fantastic. Fanny. Fanny. Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. The Fanny. The vulva. We need more the... words. We just need to oh. say them more. Yeah, that's right. Yes. I mean, and again, we say whatever word you want to use is, is fine. Um, just get to know your vulva, your vagina, your fanny, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Just make it be friends. Make it your friend. I I love that. I say that to clients all the time. So I love that. I'm like, it's your friend. Like, it's, it's a part of your body. Like, mm. let's know that part just as much as you know the rest. Mm. So love that. Thank you, Robin. We really Thank appreciate you, so to you being here. here. Lovely to talk to you too. You take care and stay warm. Yes. yes. That's it for now. Join us next month to talk menopause and then the second Thursday of each month for more straight talk about extreme periods. Flow is produced by Bloodstream Media and edited by Kay Vermeil. Shout out to Flow's creative director, Amy Board, and hosts Jessica Richmond and Sarah Watson. New episodes are available the second Thursday of each month. Hey, that's the day after I start menstruating. <laughs>